The word of God is light. It is life. It actively works. It is effective. It penetrates. It rejuvenates. Oh my, oh my. An encounter with God's word is life-changing. It is life-enhancing. You are listening to a podcast by Prophet Gomezio Shamil. However, today we're going to be teaching on the subject of faith. So, you can attribute a title to it. But obviously, the theme scripture comes from 2 Corinthians chapter number 5 and verse 7 where the Bible actually tells us that we do not walk, we walk rather by faith. Yeah. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. Even in the book of Hebrews, the Bible gets to tell us that the just the righteous shall live by faith. You have to understand when it talks about living by faith and walking by faith, this simply means the aspect of faith should not be put aside. Even in our relationship with God, in growing in intimacy with Him, the aspect of faith should not be put aside. Because the Bible even gets to tell us that without faith, it is actually impossible to please God. Hallelujah. So with our walk with him, it's very, very important that we engage in faith. Now, it's very interesting that the Bible actually tells us that we should walk by faith, not by sight. I was looking at the scripture and I discovered and even just went ahead to see what the word walk means. Ideally, I believe we understand that walking obviously is us getting to rise uh, our feet and, you know, moving towards something. But then, from the Greek translation, walk, the word walk also means to show proof, all right, to present proof or evidence. Very, very interesting. So, when the Bible says walk by faith and not by sight, the Bible actually is teaching us that we should find proof or evidence on the arena of faith instead of sight. We should find proof or evidence in the arena of faith instead of sight. Obviously, on a physical perspective, or maybe just for, for your understanding, sight is anything, is a realm that is attributed to your senses, okay? It's, 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 it's the physical realm. So if I say, do you see this Bible? Many of you will say, I see it, pastor. 
why you are seeing it with your physical eyes and this is the proof all right this is the proof that I, I, I actually have a Bible but then the Bible shows us that proof is not only found in the physical arena there is proof in the spiritual arena and for you to access proof in the spiritual arena you need to function by a virtue known as faith some people think just because it's faith then there is no proof no 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 remember faith is described as the evidence of things not seen not by listen when it says the evidence by things not seen it doesn't mean it's not seen by the eyes of the spirit it's not seen by the natural eyes the evidence of things not seen by the natural eyes yet there is proof glory to God now the reason why I'm sharing this with you is to help you actually walk in a reality that Jesus actually exposed when he appeared to his disciples in the book of John chapter number 20 you will notice that Jesus when coming to his disciples this is after the disciples had uh, come from uh, rather when Jesus had risen from the dead the disciples had locked the doors at that time okay because they feared the Jews but when Jesus appeared to them the Bible tells us because he appeared to them on a number of occasions the Bible actually tells us that he presented himself to them and he says hey, it is I look I was actually uh, wounded and this is where I was uh, hit by my side but then when we come to John chapter number 20 starting from verse 25 the Bible tells us the first time that Jesus appeared to the disciples, there was a man who was not present at that time, and the name was Thomas. All right. Thomas was not present the first time that Jesus had appeared to the disciples. So in verse 25, the Bible says, The other disciples therefore said, to him to who to Thomas saying we have seen the Lord so he said to them now who's the one who's replying now the one who's replying is Thomas Thomas said to them unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side I will not believe hallelujah so Thomas was told ah Jesus has risen from the dead and Thomas refused he says I need proof from the realm of sight I need to see his hands I need to put my hands listen seeing Jesus for Thomas was not enough he needed, he said, I need to feel myself. I need to hold his hands. 
I need to hold his side. I know where he was hit. I know. But as long as, mm. as long as I don't do that, I'm not believing that there is any Jesus that has risen from the dead. He denied that. Now the next verse shows us something. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside and Thomas with them. And Jesus came. Now remember, it took eight days later for Jesus to come again. Look at the delay in Thomas functioning in a place of faith. He has to wait for eight days because for him, he wants evidence in the realm of sight, not from the realm of faith. So you can tell that the realm of faith, or rather the realm of sight, has got its weakness. It's got its weakness. Because in the realm of sight, manifestation is not instant. Manifestation may not be instant in the realm of sight. That's why there are people who say, until I see myself healed physically, that's when I'll believe that God can heal. <laughs> until I get hold of this thing physically, that's when I can believe. Yet the Bible shows us that proof or evidence is not only in the realm of sight. It's in the realm of faith as well. Evidence is also in the realm of faith. But then, if yes, evidence is in both sides, why is there an emphasis to walk in faith instead? This is because the reality that faith will expose you to and the reality that sight will expose you to are very, very different, and they have, its limit, they have their own limitations. Like I said, the reality of sight will expose you to the physical reality. The reality of faith will expose you to a spiritual or supernatural reality. Now, this supernatural reality, the goodness with it, or why it's so powerful, is that it's able to influence the realm of sight. Wish I'm a little confused. <laughs> It's able to influence the realm of sight, which is the physical. Amen and amen. What I, in short, I'm trying to say, when God says, let there be, perhaps maybe I say, trees. That is coming from a spiritual realm and it is materialized in the physical. But the physical cannot say, I undo myself and go back to the spiritual. That's why God wants you to function in the realm of faith. Why? Because in the realm of faith, it's a place where you are able to influence change, both in the spiritual and in the natural. So if you are like Thomas and you say, I will wait only until I hold Jesus, hmm, then that's a bad place to be that's a bad place to be I'll tell you this 
In fact, even demon spirits <laughs> understand the place of the spiritual. That's why, that's why Pharisees were an, who claimed to know the law, studied it fully, claimed to tithe, to do all things, the boosters of those days. They claimed to be, you know, the representatives of God who knew God. But yet, demon spirits were able to recognize Jesus. Them, they were not. Why? Because they only functioned in the realm of sight. Physical. They see a man walking and they don't know he's the son of God. Because the proof and evidence is that he's the son of, of Joseph. Hallelujah. But when you function from a place of faith which exposes you to the supernatural, to the, to the spiritual realm, you see something that natural eyes cannot see. So Thomas here, eight days later, after he says, until I catch Jesus, until I catch Jesus, <laughs> I'm not going to believe. And the Bible tells us, and after eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut, and he stood in the midst and said, peace to you. Next verse. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here, look at my hands. When Thomas was saying, until I touch Jesus, Jesus was not present there physically. But how did Jesus know? This was a demand of Thomas. When you function in this, <laughs> in the spiritual arena, these things will not be strange to you. So Jesus comes because he knows that Thomas has refused to believe until he touches Jesus. So the first thing Jesus does is he appears and he says, peace to you. Then he goes for Thomas. Why? Because the other disciples have believed except Thomas. He goes to Thomas and says, touch my hands. Yeah, reach your hand here and put it into my side. I can't afford you to remain in the realm of sight. Reach my hand, reach my hand. Then he said, do not be unbelieving, but believing. He said, do not doubt but believe. And what does the next verse say? It says, And Thomas answered and said to him, <laughs> My Lord and my God, only after he held, only after he felt physical proof, only after he, he said, This is evidence. I've seen it physically. That's when his prayer changed. It took him more than eight days to acknowledge God and his Lord. Because he dwelt in the place of sight. He only decided <laughs> to believe in God only after touching, touching. Listen. This is, this, is, this is very, very interesting. 
Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord, my God. Worship ya amba no amba. After agreed and surely. But didn't Jesus say that I'm going to die and after three days rise again? If you study this actual, this, this, this actual chapter, you will notice that Peter went with another disciple. The Bible calls him the other disciple. The other disciple to the tomb. And when the other disciple found the tomb empty with linens, the Bible says he believed. The tomb was empty. But the other disciple found just linens and the Bible says he believed. Like, eh. Yet it had to take another one not only to see Jesus but to touch him, to feel him. I'm going somewhere. This is actually, this is, this is something that I really want you to learn about concerning your relationship with God. And then now next night, next verse. Then Jesus said to him, Thomas. His other name is Didymus. Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Now listen, this is now Jesus, what he reveals. Blessed are those who have seen and yet, oh, blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen yet have believed. That word blessed comes from the Greek word makarios, which means advantaged. Advantaged. Privileged. In fact, in, 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 in the, the ancient Greeks used to call their gods makarios. They used to call their gods makarios because they believed their gods were privileged with divine power. <laughs> so when the Bible says blessed, I need you to study the Gospels and see all the time where Jesus said blessed are those. Because when he says blessed are those, there is a certain advantage to that person if he does something. There is a certain privilege. There is a certain security. I don't know if you have have it in Amplified. Not sure if you have it. Yeah. Jesus said to them, because you have seen me, Thomas, do you now believe, trust, and have faith? Blessed, happy, and to be envied are those who have never seen me, yet have believed. It says, blessed, <laughs> happy. Do you, listen, there's a difference between uh, 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 joy and obviously happiness. Joy is, is a, it's a continuous thing. It's, it's your state. But happiness arises when something happens. This simply means when the Bible says, happy are you, this means to those who function in this realm, things will be happening. I give you a phone today, you will be happy. Before giving you the phone, you can just have joy within you, which is not really manifesting. But if I give it to you, here is a phone. You will be happy. And so the Bible says, happy, blessed, privileged are those who have not seen, yet they have believed. Happy, privileged are those who have not waited for sight, who have not functioned in the realm of sight, yet they've believed. Hallelujah. 
Now, why have they believed? They've believed not because it's, it's, there is no proof. They've believed because there is proof. But that proof is not seen by the natural eyes. That proof is seen by the eyes of faith. Hallelujah. And I thank God. We all have never seen Jesus. But we believe that he died <laughs> and rose again. <laughs> and he is living in us. And so happy, blessed are we. Yeah, we will soon see him. We will soon, we will soon see the, the, the king. But for now, we believe. With all our heart, we know Jesus is living inside of me. Alimo, 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 alimo. And to those, what does the Bible say? Happy, blessed, makarios. <laughs> it sounds like a tongue. <laughs> it sounds like a tongue. <laughs> How are you? I'm feeling makarios. Yay! Glory to God. Blessed are they. Happy are they. Now I want to show you something. The problem with the realm of sight is that it wants evidence through physical interactions. It wants evidence through feelings, through emotions, and many other things. And that is why some of you in your Christian walk you keep running to the place of, of, of sight and hence you miss functioning in Macarius. What am I trying to show you? Sometimes, some of you, you only want to know that it is God in your midst when you pray and you feel fire. That's a realm of sight. And you come to us, Pastor, I don't know, I was praying. I was not feeling fire. I said, you don't have to feel fire. You have to believe. Because that feeling, that fire which you are feeding, you are not feeding it in your spirit. You are feeding it on your head. Physical. Uh, and I know some of you despised Thomas, but some of you are like Thomas. Because you did not feel fire when you were praying, you said, God is not with me. I don't feel it. I don't feel anything. And God says, don't reduce me to a feeling. Don't reduce me to a feeling. Whether today you're praying, and you feel those tongues are dry. Listen, it doesn't change the fact that Jesus said, I will be with you to the ends of the earth. I mean, wherever, if God goes, he's carrying me wherever he's going because the Bible says, I am in God and he is in me. <laughs> I'm going. I am in God and he is in me. It's like mixing it's like mixing uh, you put water and you put uh, sugar and it makes a solution, right? You will not you, you, you can't really try to separate water and sugar where the water goes the sugar is going so you have to understand it's, it's different from where your parents say, 
my child na bwela naenda cha kushoprite wa mbolila there they've left you but with god <laughs> you gonzelela ndeleke that wherever you go i am going wherever you sit i am sitting i thought i should share this with you because many people even allow the enemy to put thoughts in their head uh-huh. you didn't feel fire today ka you're backslidden now uh-huh. what happened eh your neighbor fell to the ground you didn't fall when they fell to the ground that was a physical touch but macarius just de- demands you to believe i remember a time i'm going to make give you a practical example i remember a time where i loved fellowshiping with god uh, in, in 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 my private time and it was so beautiful but then i noticed something i only counted enjoyment when i would fly around in my room When I say I would fly around with the presence of God and the power of God would overwhelm me. Nambo jumba raika slen. Pum slen nauka. Oh Lord, pum slen. Pum slen. Then I'd whenever I'd come out from that session I'd be like, "Wow, this is hey. Go to people, have you ever met God?" so happy with that until i noticed something those manifestations for a season had stopped i would go and pray somehow i don't feel like praying somehow i don't feel winds you know like i would have strange manifestations in my room a wind would blow i check the window the window is closed i'm like what's this So I was noticing those manifestations were not happening. Pa. I'm like, eh, kapena nichinjeko playlist nienda kwa hiyo song. Tried, I'll try, I'll try. But I noticed nothing is happening. As dry as I entered, as dry as I came out. I said, Lord, what is this? I said, ah, maybe I should go on a fast. I checked my life. I said, ah, what why has god you know i felt like god left me and even as i'm saying this there's so many people that feel like that sometimes there are so many people who actually feel just because someone has been physically touched they are not candidates or maybe they'll say god is, a, is is shows favoritism why does he like touching this person even me i want my week to fall off sometimes that happened to me and I remember praying to the Lord and I said Lord what is happening He says ah what do you mean what is happening I said ah but I'm not feeling those things which I used to feel and Then he began to explain he says oh oh that because you were so focused on sight you ended up being in love with my power not my presence you just loved my power now and that and whenever you would you would see my power that's when you would think i am present 
And when there's no power, you think I'm not present. Why are you limiting me to a feeling? Why? I said, Lord, I repent. And from those days, I remember whether I felt nothing, I learned to honor God and acknowledge His presence. I'll be like, we give you in God, declaring that he is holy in heaven day and night and they don't do it because they feel like doing so. They do it because he is holy. They, they don't do it because it's a feeling. They don't do it because they feel the anointing to do so. What am I trying to tell you? There will be days in your prayer, you will not feel like praying. You will not feel like jumping. Yes, you have those days. There will be days maybe you will not feel anything spectacular. But even in that moment, without any feeling, you know that you can't reduce God to a feeling. But even while you've not felt anything, you can say, You are here. Moving in this place, we worship you. We worship you. You are here. You are here. Moving in this place, we worship you. feel anything but you understood that even though I don't feel God I know he's there the same way you understood that the winds even though I don't see them they are there I know the wind is strong in August but get to October you might not feel anything, but the Bible, we, we, don't, we don't see from scientists saying, no, the wind disappears. It's there. It's there. And so we will not go to October and say the wind has disappeared. In the same way, we are not going to reduce God to a feeling. We are not going to reduce God to the realm of sight in our relationship with him in our Christian walk we will not wait for manifestations maybe for money in our pockets to say I am rich 
we will not wait for companies and businesses to open through us before we say I am blessed blesses are those who have not seen but have believed blessed are those who have not seen with the natural eyes but have believed if you believe you are walking in Macarius and that's why the Bible tells us in 2nd Kings chapter number 6 when you read from uh, should be verse verse 15 the Bible tells us that Elisha was with his servants and one of the kings went out against Elisha. One of the kings wanted, wanted to attack Elisha. But the Bible tells us, and when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? The servant saw that an army which was sent by the king wanted to attack Elisha. But not only was it going to attack Elisha, it was going to attack the servant as well. But I'll tell you one thing. The servant leaned on physical evidence. Physical evidence was that there was an army surrounding. And so he cried. And he says, Master, what shall we do? What shall we do? We are finished. Look, there is evidence. The enemy is all around us. Physical evidence. Look, Master, what are we going to do? The next verse. And the, and, the, and the Bible says, so he answered. This is Elisha answering. Do not fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. What was Elisha feeling? What did Elisha see? What did Elisha know? He says, you are seeing physical evidence. I have proof in the spirit. And because I'm able to see in both realms, I can tell you, the proof that I have in the spirit is that those who are with us are actually more than those who are with them. Hey, and I'm sure the servant was so shocked. He says, men of God are so complicated. Why are they speaking in parables? I'm telling him that soldiers are outside, and him is saying the ones who are with us are more. When we are just the two of us. The next verse. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Open his eyes that he may see. Listen, was the servant blind? So which eyes are these? How did the servant see an army? Was the servant blind? No. So which eyes are these? These are eyes of the spirit. This is why I'm telling you, they that function in faith, people think <laughs> faith is not blind. 
faith has got an oversight. Faith is not blind. The Bible says, Open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around. The servant first saw physical and a physical army with chariots, but when his other eyes opened, when he functioned in Macarius, he began to see armies around the mountains in chariots, but not just ordinary chariots, chariots of fire. What am I saying? I came to tell people today, open your eyes. Open your eyes and see. Stretch out your hands and touch. These eyes and the hands that I'm asking you to engage in, not physical. Function in that place of faith. Because advantaged are you. Happy are you. When you decide to choose to find proof in the realm of the spirit than in the realm of the flesh with your eyes closed.